Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Jackson Lowry, former Razorback pitcher right here from the Little Rock area. So let's go ahead and go to the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. And Jackson, man, it, it's been a while, but uh, we appreciate you coming on with us as always, man. How you doing? Well, I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, it's good to talk with you, and I know that uh, you're someone who may not be playing Razorback baseball anymore, but you definitely have a passion for it and still care about it and still watch it. But uh, just starting with this season so far, Arkansas is still in great position. They're a, a five, six seed right now, according to projections when it comes to the postseason but they've also dealt with a lot of injuries and had some ups and downs. But just what's your overall summary of what you've seen from the team so far this year? Oh, man, I think they completely embody everything, you know, that when you're playing in that jersey, you want you want people to think of. Uh, they're, they're gritty. They're next man up. they got a great clubhouse, it seems like. Um, and I, I just love watching them play. It makes me proud, you know, that I was able to wear that jersey. Um and, yeah, I just think they're fighting. Uh, they embody everything that, you know, a Razorback stands for. How do you uh, encourage people that are feeling a little down about the game from last night, losing to Lipscomb, but as fresh off a sweep of Texas A&M, and then, of course, you go into another tough conference series coming up this weekend against Mississippi State? Well, the standard is so high, you know, for our baseball program that I understand when the fans get upset you know, when they lose a game like that. Um, but um, what they've done, you know, with all the injuries and, and for them to be ranked where they are and to be, you know, in the place they are in the SEC uh, is is honestly amazing. Um, they, you know, they're, they're in a great position. Those midweek games, of course, we want to win and we expect to win, but sometimes you got to uh, save, save certain guys for – the weekends and those younger guys got to grow up really quick and sometimes it just it just doesn't happen it's baseball it's the hardest game in the world um, but I, I would say to fans to kind of see the bigger picture you know understand those guys want to win 10 times more than anybody in the stands and they're way more disappointed than you are when they lose that game uh, but where they are you know in the standings and national rankings is pretty incredible to me to be honest well, and that's the thing, too, is just uh, we talked about the injuries, and I know uh, the pitching staff is one that's gone, undergone a lot of it. you got Jackson Wiggins that's out for, been out for the year. you got Cody Frank that's been out for the year, and now Dylan Carter's been out for the year. Uh, you throw in Brady Tiger, he's been dealing with injuries there, too. Uh, I know that uh, you know every circumstance is different. Sometimes injuries happen, but have you ever seen anything like that where so many pitchers, uh, especially on one team, have gone through uh, so many injuries, and a lot of them being significant injuries like this? Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, honestly, it seems like every game somebody goes down. But the cool thing and the impressive thing to me is that somebody steps up, you know, and never miss a beat. Somebody fills in and they and they do their job. Um, it's it's terrible, you know, and I feel so bad for those guys that are going to have to go through the rehab and those boring days when you don't kind of see the end goal a lot of times. But their teammates are picking them up, and I'm sure those guys are in the clubhouse supporting them, and it's. It's awful, but it's pretty incredible, and their depth is going to be that much more um, ready to go in the postseason or even next year because those young guys are having to step into these, you know, these big pressure situations. So, for uh, the young guys that are stepping up, is it is it more important for the coaching staff to uh, 
be able to depend on that depth and, and, you know, coach those guys up? Or is it, you know, about the guys just being ready to go at all times whenever they get their opportunity? I think it's uh, those guys got to be ready. You know, the coaches can only do so much. Once you uh, get in between those white lines, it's on you. And I think our coaches, you know, I know for a fact, Coach Barr um, has those guys ready and confident and to go out there and, and, you know, it's it's 60 feet, six inches, just like you practice, just like you grew up playing. But when those lights turn on, some guys, you know, it affects them. And that's not saying anything bad about anyone. It's a real thing, that pressure. But those guys, it just seems like they're ready, man. They don't they don't bat an eye and they, they go in there and, and they compete. And it seems like to me that they got a really good clubhouse. Uh, because in baseball, you know, I've never played other sports on that level, but that clubhouse is so important. Talent's important, but if you don't have a good clubhouse, it doesn't really mean anything. And to me, it seems like it's a clubhouse where they want to play for each other, which is, is it's um, invaluable. It's, you know, you can't quantify it. It's uh, pretty, pretty incredible, like I say. Well, Jackson, uh, you know, kind of going back to the whole injuries thing, uh, did, when you were in your college career, because I know you started off at, at UCA and, you know, played a PA here in Little Rock, and then you got to Arkansas, was there ever any sort of uh, injuries that you had to deal with as a pitcher and maybe uh, beyond? And if so, just, you know, what is that kind of like as a as a pitcher where, you know, having to recover from that, having to bounce back from that, and just having to deal with it all together? Uh, so I, I was extremely fortunate, you know, I – I didn't have any major injuries where I had to miss a significant amount of time, except for in junior college. Um, I had a little shoulder impingement. But the hard part about that and the part that people don't understand, I guess, unless you're in that situation, is the, the you don't really see the end goal. You know, it's hard to be focused on, man, I'm going to be back out there one day because every day is just such a grind and you kind of get lost in that, that rehab and, you know, and it starts to affect you mentally, but um, they just got to realize what the end goal is and try and take it one day at a time. Um, but I, I never had to deal with anything, you know, Tommy John or any uh, really significant surgeries. So give us some background on your journey and going from UCA, community college, and then making it to Arkansas. That's pretty crazy. It still seems kind of wild to me when I – start telling people they, they look at me like I'm crazy but I I never pitched in high school except for on senior day I begged my coach and he let me throw like an inning I think um, but I was a shortstop so I went to UCA to play shortstop and I remember a guy named Ryan Angus throwing me a curveball and I knew I was in trouble right away <laughs> that college curveball uh, I, I, I lost it you know and I, I knew I was in trouble so coach Johnson actually that was uh, with the Razorbacks and then the Twins and now we won't say the name of the school he's with um he asked me one day if i wanted to pitch you know i had a i guess he saw something i had a good arm i guess back then and uh, we had a senior shortstop so i started pitching i've always loved throwing things you know rocks anything to get my hands on and um so long story short at the end of the year i decided to go to junior college and um i had a coach tell me that if i went to Meridian and I could come play for the Hogs and and there's you know no question in my mind at that point once I have a chance to play for my home state uh, so I went to Meridian it was one of the best experiences in my my life I'm actually going to stay with one of my best friends from Meridian 
uh, this weekend and watch the Hogs play against Mississippi State. Um, but then, yeah, a dream come true. I got to come play for play for my home state. You know, every kid growing up in Arkansas, they think uh, they dream of playing for the Razorbacks, you know, not necessarily the Yankees or the Cardinals or whoever. It's, it's all about playing for the Razorbacks. And so it's a dream come true. It gives me chills, you know. Every time I think about getting to put on that jersey, man, it's, it's a crazy journey, but um, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Also going from Meridian Community College, you redshirted when you first got to Arkansas. So what was that gap year like before you actually got a chance to play for the Razorbacks? Oh, man, it was everything. I, I wasn't ready, to be quite honest with you. When I got there, it was it was big. I was just a thrower. You know, I had a decent arm, whatever, but I, I couldn't pitch. And learning from guys like Barrett Aston and Ryan Stanek and that, that staff we had, which is, you know, was like record-breaking, I'm pretty sure. Most pitchers drafted off the staff, like 11. So I got to learn from them for a year, kind of kind of get my feet, you know, planted in the ground at Fayetteville and understand the dynamic of the team and the coaches and how everything worked. So that year, definitely, you know, whatever success I may have had, uh, I, I owe a lot to it to that year and Coach Van Horn and Coach Jorn. Um, I kind of I had a year to grow up a little bit and, and learn how to pitch instead of just go up there and throw speaking with jackson lowry former razorback pitcher here on the jones and sun diamond and bridal fine jewelry hotline yeah that that's kind of the cool thing too about it jackson is just uh from when you played back in 2014 2015 and in in those years and now looking at college baseball and just razorback baseball in general now in 2023 just kind of take us through how you see it through your lens how much has it changed we know it's changed we know you know, NIL has changed. The the expansion has changed. We know with the ways that games are played on TV has changed. But what are some of the biggest and most notable differences that you see in today's game compared to when it was when you were playing? Oh, to me, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, it kind of, you know, I don't think I would have had an opportunity to play here. You know, the talent level is incredible in these SEC games. And every guy they roll out there could be, you know, a professional baseball player, probably a big leaguer. Um, so it's the crowds, it's the facilities, uh, but the talent level is unbelievable. And it, it's, I don't know if people realize because maybe they're, you know, metal bats or whatever, but it's as close as you're going to get to, you know, high, high level professional baseball, you know, minus the playing, playing every day. But it is, it's an unbelievable amount of talent, the crowd, the pressure. It's, it's a lot for an 18 year old guy. And, and 18 to 22 year old guy. And I don't think people really think about that ever. They just expect everyone to be perfect all the time, but that's a lot for a kid and and there's no excuse. And they have high expectations and the coaches have high expectations, but, you know, walking out in front of 12,000 at home and, and 12,000 on the road that really do not like you or your family. And they know everything about you, man. It's a lot. And you got to want to compete. You got to love the game. And, um, I think that's how it's changed. You know, we, there was talent. There was a lot of talent back then, but it's, now it's every guy they roll out there could be could be a guy, could be a dude. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to me that it's changed so much. Jackson, did you have flashbacks last year seeing the team go through the Stillwater Regional? Yeah, man. Yeah, I definitely did. Uh, that stadium is, is completely different. We were playing in a not not to talk bad about Oklahoma State, but, uh, you know, like a high school field, junior college field, and, and they were good. They've always been good. You know, their, their culture around that program, is, they have a very high standard of baseball, but uh, that stadium is pretty sweet, 
you know, at least watching on TV. And uh, it was one of the, you know, most memorable weekends of my life for sure because we were kind of counted out. And, and that clubhouse, you know, we all played for each other and, and that jersey and the state. And um, I think that's that's what they do now. You know, Coach Van Horn uh, molds his teams and he understands the differences between the teams every year. And, and he he gets the end product. Where, where it's supposed to be and it's it's uh it's pretty cool to watch you know jackson and you know kind of just taking you down down memory lane it's amazing when you go back and look at the roster uh of some of the guys that you played with while at arkansas of course oh uh, benny biceps andrew benintendi was the one that stands out the the most in, in the career that he had but you, you're talking about uh, you mentioned uh you know, ryan fans and, and what he did of course bobby wernis is out there coaching at arkansas right now you got Carson Shaddy, you got Tyler Spoon, who actually comes on our show every single Thursday, so good catching up with him. But Keaton McKinney, Dominic Tacolini, James Teague, Zach Jackson, uh, just the, the list goes on and on. What, like, what, you still keep in contact with a lot of your old teammates and everything, and just uh, did you feel like some of those guys in the moment were going to end up being the level of successful guys that they were ended up being, whether it was been professional or whether it was in college? Uh, yeah, definitely, you know. I think that year is a perfect example of the talent, you know, difference between now and then. We had Benny. Everyone knew Benny was a superstar. Benny, you would, if you met him, you would never know he was a superstar unless you watched a lot of baseball. But when you, when you see the way he takes at bats and the way he carries himself and how quick his hands are and just the way he, he he's a big leaguer, you know, you could tell. And Zach Jackson, same way. You know, I talked to these guys, almost everyone on the team, you know, weekly if not daily you know um it's it's a it was an extremely special group every team you know i'm on i've been on in baseball i've been lucky to be around some incredible human beings um but that team in particular was one that uh will you know even if we don't see each other for a while when we do see each other at a wedding or something like that like we never left man it's 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 a the coolest thing about baseball once you retire and, and what I miss the most is the clubhouse, the relationships, you know, the fights, the hugs, the, you know, the good times, the bad times. And now we get to see my friends, my teammates get married, have kids and, and to be close to them still is pretty, pretty cool. And to watch them on TV, you know, and watch them, you know, coach Barr and, and uh, coach Warnus, which is weird to say, Bobby, um, uh, it, it's, it's really, really cool. It was a life decision to come here. Absolutely. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about this too. You know, you come here, come to Arkansas, you live here, you stay here, you go to, you know, Oxford or, or, you know, Mississippi State, Startwell, you, you go there for college and you leave. You come here, you stay here, you work here, you build a family here and, and it's an extremely special place. And, Coach Van Horn knows what he's doing. He gets really good human beings in that clubhouse. What are some of your favorite memories or best memories on and off the field during your time at Arkansas? <laughs> my favorite baseball memory of my life is uh, we went down to um, A&M. They were ranked number one, undefeated. We had a, a extremely up-and-down year, and we lost the first game, but I don't, I don't remember how many, you know, a bunch. And the second game, we were getting beat by like six or seven. Um, Zach, it was having one of those days where it was a grindy day, and they took him out because they were saving him for, you know, the next game, Sunday game. And I, I came in, got one out, and they called the game, rain out. We're down by six. 
against the number one team in America. They were like undefeated, I'm pretty sure, at their ballpark. And we come out the next day and they're laughing. You know, they're they're goofing around when they got to the field. And Coach Van Horn said, "Hey, look over there. They think they think this is done. You know, it's over with." They think you're going to roll over. And I remember looking at some dude's eyes, ready to fight, you know. And we went out there, and we, we came back that game, and then uh, we won the next game. And it was one of those things that's like, man, no one in the world thought we were going to do that except for us. And we did it, man. I remember that uh, Sunday fun day, as we called it. We, we got up on the roof with a bunch of our teammates and, and kind of just talked about it. Man, we're going to remember this the rest of our lives. And it's true, you know. It, it was one of those not many people will remember probably, but uh, I'll never forget that day. Well, and uh, another question <clears throat> I have for you too is uh, how do you feel like Jackson Lowry would have uh, done with the pitch clock, the, the new thing? How, how do you feel like you would have handled it? <laughs> I would have been just fine because I'm kind of guy that, uh, you know, I don't uh, ADHD, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I get the ball and I throw it. I don't want to think too much. Once I start thinking, I know I'm in trouble. So I was, I trusted my catchers. I trusted the coaches or calling pitches or whoever was calling pitches. So I'm up there, and whatever they put down, I'm throwing. You know, I trust them. And, and that's kind of how I, I work my best uh, is just get the ball and go. So I, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But I, I, at first I was skeptical. I didn't really realize how long some people do take in between pitches. But uh, it's been a great addition to Major League Baseball and uh, college baseball. And I think they – they accomplished the goal that they were, you know, seeking. How was your time going through the minor league system, and uh, how did that factor into you finally uh, stepping away from baseball? Hey, I was the kind of guy that, you know, I had to tear the, the jersey on my back. I'd have played forever, you know, as long as I could pay the bills. I'd have played forever, man. I loved every day going to the field, that routine, you know, the bus rides, the grindy stuff, uh, I loved all that stuff, you know, when people were complaining about it. I'm like, dude, we have to play baseball and they pay us. And, and it may not be much, you know, but but they pay us and we get to do it every day and, and we can say we have a job. And so I loved all that stuff. I, I quit. Or I retired because um, maybe one day I'll be that old man that said, if it wasn't for my elbow, uh, I'd be in the big leagues. But that's not true. I just kind of saw the writing on the wall and the pandemic uh, – started and they canceled the season and so it's time to move on i miss it every single day I, you know i miss the clubhouse the most i think the lights the the competing against people i miss it a ton but my new job um, i'm kind of getting to do a little bit of that competing in a different type of way and so i just had to uh, call it quits and it it honestly took me a while to find you know another baseball where i woke up and and i was excited about it again but um, i think i'm finally finally getting there yeah so tell us what what are you doing now what specifically you got going on for you so i'm very fortunate to have a um, outside uh, rental sales job with hug and haul equipment up here in Fayetteville or in springdale is our office and I, I get to go around all day every day to construction sites and talk to you know the guys that build the world and and, and they're super entertaining to talk to you know they're they're extremely smart um and and I get to help them out. You know, I get to do what I can to help them out. And it's one of those um, industries where it's a, a handshake and a trust a lot of times. And I really, really enjoy that and building relationships with people, you know, people helping you out when they don't have to and kind of just 
taking care of people and then they take care of me and I have an incredible team around me that that's enjoyable to be around you know it's like being in a clubhouse to be honest with you and great leadership and so um, I love it man and if anybody needs uh, equipment we have locations all over the state man we'd love to earn your business and um, um, you know build a relationship with with the contractors around the state well, before I let you get out of here, Jackson, I, I was told I have to bring up this story because I need your side of the story. Uh, Kevin Kelly, uh, former PA coach, was uh, on The Zone earlier today, and I told him that you were coming on the show, and he says that the one thing he remembers about you is obviously how great of a kid you were, but he said that uh, you were his onside kicker and uh, also mentioned the fact that you were supposed to be at practice, but you said that uh, you were sick or whatnot, and your teammates said, no, you're not sick, you're out there golfing. And apparently uh, Coach Kelly did not appreciate that. Is that a true story, or is there more to it that we need context to? Well, yeah, it's true. It's definitely <laughs> true. I was a kid, and looking back, it makes me cringe that I did that. But when you get asked to go play golf out of lotion, it's one of those things that, that, that I guess I knew enough back then to not turn that down. So uh, I, didn't tell, I didn't say I was sick or anything, but they – uh, somebody, you know, messed up or whatever, and they called me in to go into practice. I was a nobody. You know, Coach Kelly didn't know who I was. And they were asking for me, and they asked my brother, where's where's Jackson? And he said, oh, I, I think he's golfing, Coach. And, you know, obviously he lost his mind. And I had to turn my cell phone off at the at the golf course. Um, so, I, I, you know, I, I was oblivious to the world, and I was just got to be in a lotion. And it was an incredible experience, but – um, I I felt like I let my team down, and he made me chase the golf cart around campus for three hours, along with several other things for punishment. But uh, yeah, Coach Kelly, he's a great coach, man. I, I tell people a lot of times, man, say what you want about Coach Kelly, whatever. You know, people disagree with some things he does, but I expected to win in everything I did after I played for Coach Kelly. He built this you know, expectation in all of us that we, we, you win. And then when you get to college or wherever and have that same expectation to win all the time, it was, you, you know, you kind of realized that that was built within us by coach Kelly. And, and so I'm forever thankful for him for that. I'm also thankful for him telling me that I wouldn't be anything in baseball my senior year when they made me uh, medically retire. So <laughs> that's a story for him. No, oh, uh, so, not that I did anything incredible with baseball, but uh, I think I did more than he thought, and I never forgot that he told me that. <laughs> hey, whatever takes me motivated. You know, I was going to uh, shame you a little bit, but when he said that it was out of lotion, then I feel like that's a very pretty forgivable thing. Like, I get it. Totally get it. I would have done the same thing, too, I'm sure. Uh, if that I, I still, I'm still upset that I let my teammates down, honestly, because I, I would never want to be that guy, but, you know, that situation uh, arose, and I did what I did. That's I'm guilty. Right. That's right. Hey, listen, it's a, it's a lesson learned, right? It's a lesson learned in the whole thing. So, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great one. Well, Jackson, hey, man, we really appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. and glad that everything's going really well for you, man. And uh, it's always great to talk with a former hog and especially uh, uh, a guy who is from the, here in the city of Little Rock and in the central Arkansas area. So have some fun, man. Have a great weekend. And I know we'll probably be catching up with you as baseball season goes along. Yeah, man, I really enjoy it. Uh, anytime, man, I'd love to come on and I say hello to all my buddies back home. Uh, I know they listen to the buzz religiously, so shout out to the boys, and I appreciate it, guys.